Hello, hello there. My name is Mo with my co-host Corey. We are The Real Guys and this is The Real Show with two ears. It's time to jump in your shuttle and take the hyperdrive all the way to that galaxy far, far away. As always, I'm calling my co-host Corey. How are you doing today, Corey? I'm doing very well, thank you. It's good to see you, Corey. It's also good to see us on our video version. That's right, on YouTube at The Real Show, YouTube channel, The Real Show, The Real Show. You can catch this program on there and on your Spotify, Amazon, 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 Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, any great podcast. Listen to us there, or you can just listen to us right here, right now. It's it's good to it's good to see you, listeners. Good to good to hear you today. How are you doing today, Corey? I've already asked you that. You, you have. I'll say again. I'm doing very well, thank you. Then you can tell. Then you can tell <laughs> the listeners and the viewers what we're reviewing today. We are. We're coming back to a series we previously. Uh, covered about well, about a few months ago now since so I don't know how long it was uh, Bad Batch we're doing a Bad Batch season 2 of Bad Batch uh, first three episodes we did the first season we did and we're doing the first three episodes Corey's seen the fourth one I've not seen the fourth yes. one yes uh, at the time of recording there was actually four we were covering three it was planned to cover three I just thought I'd watch the fourth one yeah because you got greedy and <laughs> up yourself every Wednesday <laughs> You're thinking, Good. oh, Disney Plus, you give me a nice morsel of, mmm, yeah. bad batch. I'll, I'll just watch that. Thank nice you very much. 20 minutes. Without me, because you got what? Because you got up at what? Eight o'clock in the morning. I got up at eight, watched and the first three, and then the four. Oh, that fourth one sounds good. I'll watch that. I'll watch that. But we're just going to talk about the first three. Yes, we are. It's the adventures of the Bad Batch, the Clone Force 99, the Renegade Clone Squadron with special enhancements. We're talking Hunter. Yes. He's got his bandana, he's got his face tattoo, he's got his uh, cool, tricked out armor. We've, we're talking Wrecker. Wrecker. That's right. What's Wrecker's skill? He's just a big brute. Big brute. Got a big gun. Yeah. He's a big, big man. Exactly. It's not the brightest, though. No, we're talking not. Tech. Tech? I've got the Echo. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> tech. I'm talking about Tech. He's got the goggles. He's got yes. the technical abilities. Correct. He's got, got languages. And he's like the translator. He's yeah. like the, the technical support. Correct. We're talking Echo. Echo. He's got the... Yeah, manipulator arm. He can hack <laughs> it. Much. He's a hacker. Yeah, he can hack it. Sometimes I think don't Tech and Echo do the same job. That's but, yeah. I get a bit confused sometimes. But, but I think I think Tech is more like languages and yeah. information, whereas Echo is more technical and yeah. technology. Yeah. And then there's Crosshair. And then there's Crosshair. But then there's Omega. Correct. Who's a little Who's a little kid? Who's yes. like the you know mascot of the group? Yep. With a bow and arrow. Yeah. And then there's Crosshair, wasn't he, in the squad? No. He got, he, uh, he's gone. He left the squad. He joined the Imperials. Exactly. He's now... Uh, and he's still with the Empire now. He is. The first two episodes bring us a double, uh, a little uh, little mini arc to start off the episode. Yep. The Bad Batch, they've, been, they've changed up their armor, got all orange-colored armor. They're fighting on the beach. These big crab, alien crabs, <laughs> chased by the big crabs. <laughs> nice action scene where Omega swings down on the shuttle on the rope. Yeah. And catches them all and ca- takes the package. Correct. To Sid. Yes. They're still on, I think that planet's Ord Mantel. I don't know if it's Ord Mantel or not. The planet where Sid lives. Doesn't it's, say. Okay. It should say. It probably says somewhere. So th- you find that out. Yes. It's Sid the Trandoshan. She is helping them out and giving them jobs, giving them mercenary, mercenary, work, mercenary work. Correct. They've been recovered this package, but he says, I've got a bigger score for you. Count Dooku. Yeah. Oh, you won't get away this time. Dooku. I love that right. line. You won't get away this time. I do cool. Just put that in there. Yeah. Twice the pride, double the fall. And let's just double the count do good quotes while we're at it, you know? Okay, sure. My, my, my Jedi powers are far beyond yours. Okay. 
<laughs> lollipops. <laughs> Count Dooku is his sure, yeah. war chest on Sereno. Famous Count Dooku. Basically, yes, cavity is on a stick, Master Yoda. <laughs> what if I told you the Republic was now under the control of a lollipop? <laughs> Great. George <laughs> Lucas, get at it. <laughs> we're, we're only five minutes into this. Star Wars okay. Visions. I want lollipops. Exactly, Star Wars Visions. What if Palpatine was a lollipop? His <laughs> cavity is on a stick, Lord Sidious. Count <laughs> Dooku lives on the planet of Sereno. Yes. And his, his bounty, his chest of goodies, yeah. is up for grabs. The Empire's already raiding it, but the Bad Batch have been sent to get even a, just a fraction of that war yes. chest. Will, will cost millions. Yes. Yes. And so, they're like, oh, if you, if you, uh, if you do this, you, you will buy your freedom. You'll buy your freedom and you'll be able to have a future and take Omega wherever you want to. Yes. Echo, however, wants to start the rebellion. Yeah. He's like, we should be more, doing more to fight against the Empire. And Hunter's like, we can't take that chance. Yeah. We can't risk Omega's safety at this point by getting into a fight with the Empire. We just need to do this job. Yes. They arrive on, on Sereno. The whole place has been decimated because the, the Empire of probably firebombed it or destroyed the towns and villages below Dooku's castle. Yeah. Which is probably like the Camino, which is probably a lot of the separate planets associated with the Clone Wars got that treatment. Yes. But the Empire's already arrived. It's the, the phase two clone troopers are there with the V-wings, with the, the cargo transports from, I want to say the Mandalorian, not the Mandalorian, from maybe from Solo, I think they're in, or Rogue One. Yeah. I've seen those, those triangular tri- transports before. Yeah. And the V-Wings as well, even though they don't call them V-Wings. Then there's Captain Wilco, who is the leader of the clone forces there. Correct. And he's a competent clone captain. Yes. All of his all of his uh, armoured men are all there as well. They sneak into one of the boxes of the crates of the war chest. Correct. Find all the stuff. Yep. Then Omega's like, wow, there's so much in here. Who knew that that Count Dooku could have taken so much during the Clone Wars? And then Tech's like, well, you know, he'd, he, 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 he took from his own people as well. Yeah. Which is true. It is. Because Count... Do you know what Count Dooku's second name is? His second name? What, as in the name... Dooku's not his first... Dooku's Dooku's his first name. I did not know that. Is it Dooku... Mischievous? No, it's it's, it's Dooku Sereno. Oh, okay. Because his family name is of Sereno. Oh, okay. So that is his name. I I thought that was pretty cool when I learned it. Because the name is... His family had been ruling that planet... For so long, the planet's named after them, or they're named after the planet. Is it Count Ducula? Count Ducula? Yeah. I don't think it's Count Ducula. Star Wars vampire. No, I don't think it's okay. Count Ducula. Okay. Played by Christopher Lee. Yeah. It's still played by Christopher <laughs> Lee, yeah, in every iteration, I think. <laughs> you can't get rid of it, you know, exactly. Exactly. Anyway. Twice the, twice the pride, double the fall. I'm just going to keep... That, 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 you didn't even change that to make context of him being a vampire. You literally just... <laughs> I just said the same. <laughs> same quote. I don't really know how he would change that to make it sound I like... I don't know. Now I'm thinking of more Count Dooku quotes. Yeah. Master Yoda. As you see, this contest cannot be decided by our knowledge of the Force, but by our skills with lollipops. <laughs> 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 Master Yoda. A lightsaber, lightsaber lollipop. How many licks to get to the centre? How many licks? <laughs> Master Yoda. Mm, 71. Mas- 
You know, there's a theory. I've probably told this before. Yeah. There's a theory that Count Dooku talks so much in battle because he, he like he's got this force word technique to like throw off your game by taunting you. Have you know about that? I did not know that. When he's fighting Obi Kenobi, he's talking. He's like, "Master Kenobi, you disappoint me. Yoda holds you in such high esteem." And then he swings and Obi misses, and he gets him in the leg. You know, I mean, he like, hey, throws you off your game by taunting you. If it works, that's why he did it to Anakin. But Anakin just beat him and, and yeah. chopped his head off. Anyway, they arrive on Serena, the bad batch. They get into the container, but then they they shoot some troopers or they, they get rid of some troopers. Well, and they're they're in the container, the yeah, and then. Uh, Wrecker and Hunter have the box and they're yeah. talking to them and then they end up getting like shut in mm. and so because they, they, they blow up the ship as a distraction they shut the containers and then, and then like Omega's like you need to help us and yeah, so they, they go right them. okay yeah. we're going to run to you now and we're going to uh, cause fire and, and destroy one of the V-wings try and, and help you to which about five minutes later uh, Echo has a bright idea of Actually, we can do this to get out, which would have been very useful yeah. to have that idea beforehand. Well, they shut the container doors, and the cargo yeah. ship just takes off with them in it. Yes, it does. So they have to fight through the... Con- By the way, the, the lovely detail, the first clone they stun is also the last clone they stun. Did you notice no. that? There's a, they, they stun one of the clones who walks by the crater. They drag him in. Yeah. And then when Echo, Tech, and Omega are all, on, are all in the crate, they run into the ship and start blasting clones in the ship. There's one clone that stumbles out of their crater, holding his head like, Ugh, and they just stun him again. And he falls, then he just falls flat down. Like, goodness, I know people don't use the stun setting in Star Wars, mm. but they're sort of abusing it. <laughs> they get back in the crate, and um, Omega has been, as she calls herself, has been studying the different types of yes. shuttles. Correct. Right? And she goes, I know this, I know this crate. This is their eject, they're, they're, they're equipped with emergency ejector boosts. If yeah. you get locked, shut out. So they have to disengage all of the cargo, and then they use the emergency thrusters to land. But they land on a cliffside. That's the second episode. Yes. They land on a cliffside. So they have to burst out. They're on the side of the cliff. They have to climb up the cliff. And then the clones are onto them with their Republic gunships and the, and the, and the V-wings. Meanwhile, Hunter and, Hunter and Wrecker are just inside a building. Inside a building. They're <laughs> inside the castle. They have to escape Dooku's castle. Yeah. Go through his, all his... He's got a trapdoor. He does. Under his chair. He does. He goes, but that's set ripped straight from the Clone Wars. If you watch any, if you've watched the Clone Wars in any form, you've probably seen that building, seen Dooku's castle, seen that very room they were in, which I thought was amazing. Yeah, with the desk and the chair, and they've seen it all the big window. But do you know? Have you ever seen that? Where Count, where they, that someone has a text-to-speech voice and Count Dooku's voice do the as the founding fathers intended. Copy paste, copy paste. I have not heard that. You've not seen that. No, I showed, I showed after this. Okay. It's funny. Do you know about that as the founding fathers in Texas yes. Yeah, the the guy with the musket. Yes. Yeah, they do that in Count Dooku's voice, and it's incredibly hilarious. Right. The ruffians break into my house. <laughs> I grab what the devil. I grab my powdered wig and Kentucky rifle. And it's it's amazing. <laughs> Lollipops. <laughs> the they escape through the trapdoor down, yep. and they manage to get to the having marauder the shuttle again. Yeah. They've got to, but I've got to find them first. A text wounded, isn't that isn't he in the crash? Yes, he gets crushed by like a box or something. Ugh, yeah, that his leg, his leg. Yeah, he's fine, but his leg. I forgot. What he, he's like he popped his femur or something. He, he's very specific about what it is. Yeah, of course, because he's a he's a smart man, <laughs> a technical man. That's why they call him Tech. <laughs> yeah. But it's Echo that gets them to safety with Omega to Correct. this guy's house. Yes. Do you know his name? His name's. Ro- isn't it Romar? Correct. Thank you. Because we never mention it in the episode, I don't think. Okay. 
Um, but Wikipedia has it down. But I'm okay. pretty sure on the episode he never tells him who he is. Right. Um, is it Romar? Romar Adele. Okay. Yeah. Romar Adele, okay. Get to say about Romar, who's a member of the... Who's a Serenian from the planet of Sereno. Yep. He's just a human. He is. He takes him to his hut, his house. Yep. Uh, Omega goes in the basement and she finds loads of little toys and stuff Correct. and she has a little kaleidoscope, fun kaleidoscope moment. Yeah. Like, That's really sweet. She's like, what do you do with this? And the guy goes, you just look at it, you just yeah. have fun. It's well, a toy. She thinks it's a, a gem at the start. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's got treasure in it. It's like, nope, it's reflective glass. It's reflective glass. It's just a kaleidoscope, isn't it? Yeah. But it's fun when you can see her kind of enjoying the little kaleidoscope. I think that was a cute moment. And she kept it as well in the episode. Yeah, she hasn't. They... He has to fix some information. He has this data core yes. that he can't fix without Tech's help. So Tech helps him fix the data core. They talk about the Separatist Alliance. Now, not everyone that lived in those to those planets had. Which is kind of a theme. We get that in the third episode as well. Not everyone that lived on Separatist planets had those ideals to go against yeah. the Republic in any form. Or just because that Dooku in his war machine was really puppeted by Sidious. So the whole Clone Wars was really orchestrated by one person. But yeah. they, have to, they have to leave again because the clones are arriving. And that one clone gets to man that cool E-Web cannon, which I always love when that shows up. You know the one that goes... Doo, 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 like that. Yeah. The big E-Web gun. They talk about the Mandalorian a lot. I like the look of that. And on the speeder bikes and whatnot, and the bark speeders. But they manage to escape on the shuttle. There's a cliffside battle scene. There's a yes. cliffside battle. I always love that. But at the end of the episode, we see Captain Wilco, who's been, who's been performing very reliably yep. as a clone captain. Very well. He's been he's been actually competent, yes. which is weird to see in bad batch villains, <laughs> yeah. especially Clone Wars villains. The one episode of Clone Wars villains are often portrayed as like idiots. Yeah. If they're tactical droids or if they're some weird kind of human or race or environment or whatever, they they always get pff, they always get portrayed like they're fools. But this guy was actually pretty smart, and he's speaking with Admiral Rampart, who you can remember from season one. Yep. Who was the vice admiral who in charge of Project Warmantle, which was supposed to be phasing out clones and, and the Tarkin Doctrine and whatnot. And it's Admiral Rampart that tells him, well, in your battle report, you stated that there was four clo- the Renegade clones, Clone Force 99, yes. who we know, would, who, who the Empire believed were destroyed at Kamino when, Correct. when the Venators destroyed Topoka City. Yes. But Admiral Wilco's like, well, I'm not going to fake that. I'm not going to lie. And Rampart's like, right, I'll lie then. Yeah. And then what happens to Wilco happens. Yep. Episode three. Correct. Is my favourite. Yes. Of course, your, your favorite episode four, you've seen it. I don't know. Correct. Really. Episode four would be my favorite. I've seen it. But episode three was like the most, it was almost like an episode of Rebels. Okay. If you've ever seen, there's an episode of season three, episode 17 called Through Imperial Eyes, right. where you see it from the Empire's perspective, where um, Agent Callus is like working with Grand Admiral Thrawn and Admiral Wolf Yularen, sorry, Colonel Wolf Yularen, who was in Andor, to try and capture the Rebel spy Fulcrum. That is a really good episode because it portrays the Empire as not only competent but also thinking and active and trying to get stuff done, which is more than often Rebel portrays them as just, you know, three stormtroopers and a, not a broom to brush together with, right? Pretty much. However, this was the same thing. This did also treat the Empire as pretty competent, at least at the lower level, at least at, you know, the soldier levels because yeah. the clones are still employed. Of course, it takes place on Coruscant at first. We see the Republic... Sorry, sorry, not the Republic. The Imperial Introspective HQ. Yes. Basically, the Imperial Intelligence Headquarters... And the military headquarters, where we see again Crosshair, first two episodes. They, they just left him on that yep. Kaminoan com- platform. He was left for what was that? 32, 32 rotations, rotations, which is yeah. 32 days, which is about what? More than two weeks? Yeah. And he's. It's a month, Murray. Yeah. <laughs> a month, all right. <laughs> and he's summoned to Admiral Rampart's office. Correct. And Rampart says, Well, you've got a new mission. Yeah. 
this governor, this imperial governor has arrived to this planet and he's been captured by separatist battle droids, reprogrammed separatist battle droids who are being held in a separatist holdout after the clo- end of the Clone Wars. We need you to go and we need you to destroy the battle droids and recapture the governor. Correct. By any means necessary. Any means necessary. And talk and and uh, Tross says like, all right, awesome, I'm on it. Yes. He leaves, and then we see the hit, the man himself, the man of the hour, the man with the power. Did you recognise him when he turned up? Uh, when he started talking, I did. Commander Cody. When he, well, they, they, all, they all sound the same. They were voiced by Deep Bunny Baker. Yeah, but it's, it's a bit different. How is he different? I, well, I can't do an I can't do an impersonation, so I oh. can't really explain it, but. I feel like the Bad Batch of, let, right, let's talk about the voice acting why not yeah. the Bad Batch's voice again the ba- D-Baddy makeup plays every single clone he as does. he did in the Clone Wars he plays every single clone in this show right? correct that's, that's including the Bad Batch yes so every clone you see is voiced by D-Baddy Baker correct. if they have a line yes and he does different variations of course he does Wrecker is very deep and gruff yep. Tech is almost like doing an English accent Echo is kind of a middle but maybe a bit higher Hunter is, is a bit more um, hushed and whispery yeah. I guess Crosshair's even more hushed and whispery. Yeah, Crosshair's the complete <laughs> different one out of all of them. Exactly. He goes, uh, I think we should go down here. He's very breathy. Take the, the droids on the, the far side. Yeah. Good soldiers follow orders. You know, that kind of yeah. stuff. It's very much, Good this soldiers. is going to be a villain voice. Like, it's very obvious. If any of them are evil, yeah. it's him. Crosshair, because <laughs> of the voice. If you look, listen to the voice, which one's going to be evil? That yeah. one. That one sounds evil. Yeah. Crosshair does sound evil. But, you know, he's not evil. Commander Cody. Well. And here he is. Currently. He's been, currently. He's in a grey area. He's in the grey. Well, <laughs> he he is an Imperial commander now. Yes. He is He has changed his armour to Imperial. And people were losing their proverbial crap. Yeah. When they saw Commander Cody in the trailers. And we knew that. Because after the Clone Wars, the stuff on Cody is very, very... Loose, yeah. Like even in the EU, people are like, "What happened? Did he?" People say he just went to Camino and started training the clones yep. before they were phased out, and then he like he got killed by Star Killer or something like that, right? Because I mean, the Force Unleashed two, when Star Killer is cloned, you start on Camino and you like wreck the cloning facility or whatever. Yeah. Apparently, Cody died during that in the EU or something. Right. Okay. So we don't even sure. Did you play the Force Unleashed two? Uh, not 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 the second one. I played the first one. All right. Okay. Well, in the second one, obviously you you get cloned. You do. Yes. And you play as the clone. And who is even more powerful. Yeah, because that's and, great storytelling. Yeah. Then the clone wrecks the... Com- the, opening, the opening level where you're super powerful is you just destroy this whole Camino cloning facility, right? right? okay. And apparently Cody died during that. But right. hey. Then, in this, he's, he's fine. He's just, a regu- he's just a regular Imperial commander now. Yeah, he's Still got his reputation, clone commander Cody. Everyone loves him. Everyone knows him. He's with... Uh, He's with Crosshair. They head to this separatist planet where the the, the separatist governor is holding the imperial one yes. with an army of battle droids and droidicas. And Matt Wood is back. He's playing the B1s. Roger, 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 Roger. We get all of that. Yeah, we do. We get all the all the Clone Wars high notes. The AATs, the tanks. Your favourites, Corey? The droidicas. The droidicas. The Roly Boys. They're the here. destroyer droids. Master. <laughs> Destroyers. They get the lightsaber out and it's ka 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 and then Qui-Gon goes, they have, it. no, no, Obi-Wan, he goes, they have shield generators. And then Qui-Gon goes, it's a standoff, let's go. And they force speed down the hallway. There we go. That's what happens. That's exactly what happens. That's what happens. The, the, the destroyers, yes. master destroyers, you know, they, they arrive as well. Yep. 
and the shuttle is, is shot down because it, it, it's not the Clone Wars of the Bad Batch. There's not a crash landing. Yeah. You always get crash landings in Star Wars. No one lands. You wonder why everyone says another happy landing. It's because they always crash. <laughs> they always crash. Every ship crashes. I think it's a good statement for life as well. Every ship does eventually crash. Somehow. <laughs> every ship does crash. But their shuttle crashes. It does. It gets it gets purposely shot down. Purposely shot down by the droids. And the droids arrive, but there's no clones in there because they're hiding. Yes. They're, and they pop out. And then they do that cool scene. See that cool scene where Crosshair's lining up his gun on the tank? The one with the tank, and yeah. He snipes the tank through the barrel and it blows the tank up. But then they head on to the city. Correct. Um, also, the, by the way, droids need better aim. Because do they? We, we have like two or three. Essentially oh, it's not their shot. fault. It's their programming. Well, yeah, I know. But still, it's like two or three free shots. But it is on purpose because he does say that the, the weakness is for droids. And that's, yeah. that's why he can do that because yeah. he knows the droids aren't going to hit him. But still, mm. imagine if I just shot him. That's it, done. No, no if I told you that's that, and it's not a joke, it's just what happened. In the first episode of the Clone well, not the first episode, the first episode they made of the Clone Wars ambush, yeah. where Yoda is on the Twidarian moon with the, 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 fighting the droids with his clone squad. There's a bit where his ship gets ambushed, his cruiser gets ambushed, and they have to flee, and they drop all the escape pods to escape. Yes. And the cruiser f- flees the system, and the Separatist uh, munificent frigates are firing down on the escape pods. And one of the droids goes, he's, a, he's at the controls of the gun, and he's like, almost got him, almost there! And he and he presses the, the fire button, and his commander standing behind him goes, what a terrible shot! And the droid turns around and goes, oh, well, it's my programming. <laughs> that was the first Clone Wars joke I laughed at. And the first time I was like, oh, that's pretty funny. I was like, <laughs> like, it isn't really their fault. Yeah. They were just told the bad effect was because they're just, it's en masse. The droids attack. Yeah. It's like TIE fighters. Yes. The droids are weak individually, but en masse, they're very powerful. Yeah. Because eventually they will hit something. Yeah, one of them's going to. Yeah, one of them's going to. The odds are yeah. that if you have loads and loads of them missing, eventually one of them will hit by pure chance. Yeah. So that's how the droids have away because there's so many of them. It's numbers game. It always has been with the droids. But there's that great combat sequence of the clones. Um, it's, what's the name? Wyla and Nova are the two clones that go with yes. Cody. And I like that because that's a, that's a comparison to Rampart in an episode who doesn't know Cody by his name. Which is just speaks to the sort of disaffectiveness of the Imperial officers not caring about the clones anymore. No. True. Cody takes his little squad of men with crosshair and they yes. work their way through the street. It's a classic run and gunning, like a, I could, like a, that's like a third person shooter level in a battlefront game, you know? Pretty much. Going through the streets and there's a droid on the stairs, da da da, take yeah. him down. There's a droid occur, what do you do? You gotta throw the grenade, oh, grenade doesn't work, you've gotta da da da, you know, be creative about it. Yeah. And I love that shot when he throws the grenade onto the droid's arm. Shoots the droid. The droid falls because only a, a slow-moving object will pierce the droidica shield. Yeah. Because high-velocity attacks will be repelled. That's where the force field works. So, to in, to to get rid of a, a droidica, what you want to do is you want to either slowly roll something yeah. or have something slow that enters the droidica shield yes. to pass through it. Like a slow-moving... Slow-falling pa- droid. Like a slow-moving Patrick Stewart. Yeah, like a slow-moving... What? That's, what? that's how it works in Dune, isn't it? Oh, it's, oh, yeah, yeah. Slow Patrick Stewart faster this year. Exactly. <laughs> a car, uh, exactly. A boxy Patrick Stewart would, in fact, beat a droider car yeah. in a fight. It would be very slow. Slow, yeah. Slow. <laughs> That's a power battle we need. That's a, like a death battle that we need. We need droider car versus du- Patrick Stewart. From Stewart Dune. would win. Gurney because, Halleck from yeah. Dune, Dune nineteen. Because all, all the droids blast would presumably... Go off, reflect off his shield. Yeah, because it's not slow moving. And he'd be able to move... 
slowly through the shield Very to get slowly. his knife to the droidica, you know? <laughs> I think he would win. Yeah. I think that is a fight that Patrick Stewart would win. Yeah. So do I. Or you just get him when he's rolling. <laughs> not Patrick Stewart. Pa- the droidica, <laughs> not, Patrick not Patrick Stewart. Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Roll. <laughs> When the droidica rolls, because they got the grenade on it when the droidica rolls, they well, hear them and that. Because they don't have a shield when they roll. Yeah, completely. Vulnerable. And they don't use they they do use some grenades, but also use droid poppers. Do you know what a droid popper is? Uh, it's the thing they throw in. Like, it's like an EMP grenade. Yeah, yeah it's like a weird stun thing. It's not a weird stun. It just affects droids. It yeah. affects mechanical objects. You throw it on the droid, it goes. Dzz, it like tasers them, and they're like, and yeah. then they fall over, and they're done. They get through all the droids and the droidicas. But then this, the commando droids are up protecting the tower, right? They can't get to the bell tower because the commando droids are fighting there. They have to fight the commando droids. And they need to get the tactical droid. The tactical droid is ordering the, yeah. the droids on the ground. I love the design of the tactical droids. Oh, me too. They look amazing. Always. You ever see the super tactical droid? No. Look at that up. Okay. Look up the super tactical droid because that's even cooler. Oh, is it? I like the tactical droid design. Yeah, of it's, course I do. Because it's, it's the super. It's the super tactical droid. Yes. I like their voices as well. They've got cool voices. Super tactical droid. There he is. Look at that. Free, free, free eyeballs. What do you think? What do you think? They've got one? names. Go. They've got like unique paint jobs. Yeah, mine's white and green currently. Nice. There we go. Look at that. Oh uh, yeah, that's it. Do, do you know what? It, it's on on initial look. I thought nah, for the other ones, but it's very quickly growing on me. Yeah, yeah, it does. But yeah, I like the 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 T series tactical droid as well as they're called. Yeah, the T series tactical droid are, are are cool. The unique voices in the and um, they're very smart. They're advanced. They're better than the average droid. They're yes. smarter than the average droid. They've got uh, computer processors and whatnot, and they're able to compute information and, and come up with plans and strategies. But he just he manages to take out the tactical droid by using the reflective like yeah or ricochet kind of mirrors. Yeah, pretty much. Called. Gets coded to throw one. Yeah, I thought they'd done Cody in at that point. I thought Cody's going to get shot and, and we're going to lose command of Cody, but no, he, he's all right. Yeah, uh, he, he doesn't even have a mark in the next scene. But no. what he does is he throws the the mirror on the wall and then snipes the mirror and, and, and the blast gets reflected, so it goes ping, 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 ping. So what he does is the commando droids are holding him down. They've got him trapped on this stairwell to get up to the tower to defeat the, the tactical droid. So what Crosshair does is he says, Cody, you need to throw the, throw the whatever it is. And then Cody goes, right, right. He, th- he gets up, yep. throws it, takes a hit, but he's not down. And he, th- he throws it, lands on the wall, ping, and he, sh- well, no, he shoots it midair, doesn't he? Yeah. It's flying, and he shoots it as it's just turning, and it goes ping, yes. and it goes ping, all the way up the stairs, right through that tactical droid, takes him down. At, then, this, at this point as well, uh, just before that, uh, crosshair, if, if Cody was a little bit more certain of himself, he could have just... Uh, done crosshair in at that point because he was getting completely done by that one he droid. Was. That, that commander droid was overachieving. <laughs> yeah, it was. That commander droid absolutely just beat the tar out of crosshair, <laughs> and him right or could have could, could have done him any time he wanted. Yeah. That tactical. That, sorry, that commander droid. But it's, <laughs> Cody was too distracted with his own commander droid. He was. was happened to crosshair. However, then the separatist governor arrives, and we reveal that she's something. Aims is that her name? Um. Oh, she's in, she's been in the clones before. I swear she's been in the clones before. Should tell me. She's been in the clones before because she mentions me in the name of Mina Bonteri. Yeah. Who was a who was a separatist senator who wanted peace with the republic, but the peace was denied. Uh, Tawny Ames. Tawny Ames. Has she been in the clones before? Let me have a little Google. I think she might have been, or she may have been mentioned by someone. Tawny Ames, Wikipedia. Uh, where's the like appeared in section or something? 
appearances. She's just appeared in Bad just Batch. Just Bad Batch, okay. Well, she mentions Mina Bonteri's name. And Mina Bonteri, you can, you can look up at some point, yep. was a separatist senator who wanted to create peace with the Republic. Mm-hmm. And there was an arc called um, Heroes on Both Sides where Ahsoka and Padme go to Raxus, the, the capital of separatist senate, to try and work out peace with the separatists. It doesn't work out, obviously, because Count Dooku gets in the way. Yes. Him and his lollipops. He gets in the way, and he sabotages the peace plans, which leads Palpatine to rejecting the, the peace proposal. I love the idea of any time Dooku's not doing anything, he's just, just pulls out a lollipop. Yes, he's, he's having a lollipop, yeah. exactly. He's sitting in his castle in Sereno. Yeah. Hmm, General Grievous, you are... How are you offensive? You're dealing with a Jedi. I am just have this lollipop. Yeah. Hmm. I'm still trying to get to the centre of a tootsie pop. Cavities on a stick, yeah. General. Grievous, would you like a lollipop? He's just like, you can't even eat one. Yeah, He's exactly. got no face. He's got no mouth. I've, I've got no tongue. <laughs> you can't even eat one. Oh, that's just offensive, I think. Yeah. <laughs> you can't even have a lollipop, General Grievous. Poor guy. He needs, yeah, I know, right? Know, now, for some reason, I just imagine Grievous holding four massive lollipops. I, like but he's like, favors. tink. Tink, tink. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, oh, it's like that T-Rex meme where he can't make the bed. Yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah. General Grievous. Every time you're think about General Grievous trying to eat a lollipop, he can't do it. Can't it's do just, it. Oh. Can't do it. It's, it's, his eyes look so sad. Yeah. Anyway. They, Dooku re- got in the way of those peace plans yeah. and Palpatine rejected it, which led more division within not only the separatist state, but also the war with the Republic. Yes. More intense to the fighting. That meant that she thinks that peace is no lo- peace is no longer an option. They said that peace is no longer an option. Avery yeah. says, and Cody says, "Well, now it is. Yes. Make peace with me now, and we can let's not start another war, a civil war between the separatist holdouts and the Empire." Yeah, but then the governor is released by this. The imperial Correct. governor. The governor says, "I didn't. I didn't promise peace. You must destroy these these separatists. Yeah. These separatist scum." Then. Cody doesn't pull the trigger, nope. but Crosshair does. Yes. Because Crosshair knows that good soldiers follow orders. Yes. Um, and at this point, and also I think throughout the episode, Crosshair knows that there's something not fully, like, uh, but Cody's not fully kind of on the side of, of them. And I think this is also one of the other scenes where, like, Cody, uh, Crosshair knows. Cody has doubts. Yeah. Cody says that more clones, more and more clones are questioning yes. the order. Because Cody asks him, like, oh, I've heard all of your others have, have left or they've defected or whatever. Yeah, he's questioning the, the all batch, these things. Yeah. It's almost like he's trying to figure out if Crosshair is also thinking about defecting, but he doesn't want to say it in case he isn't. Yeah. He's trying to gauge and the then, situation. And then he says, what else? And then he makes peace. He tries to have a peaceful solution, resolution, yeah. but it doesn't go through. No. End of the episode, you see him with his helmet off. Often, they do a lot of that symbolism in Star Wars, where... You keep your helmet on if you're like more dedicated. Like they do that in, the, in Battlefront 2. In Battlefront 2, when you go to the mission to Vardos, Aiden, and if you played Battlefront 2, spoilers, store, sorry, obviously. I have. For the story, oh, you know already. Yeah. When they're getting off the shuttle, Aiden and Dell have their helmets off, and Gideon has his helmet on. Yeah. Which means Gideon is more devoted to the Empire and the Imperial than, than Aiden and, and Dell, who are having doubts. Yeah. Who keep their helmets off. So you can see their faces, the emotion in their face. Because that's what the helmets were designed for in Star, in Star Wars, effectively, for the Stormtroopers. Because George Lucas was one of the faceless enemy who you wouldn't mind gunning down. Yeah. And, the, and that faceless enemy became the Stormtrooper. Correct. Then you see them as the Empire basically swarm in after that. They've got a Venator up there. They've got the shuttles. 
delivering the TK Troopers. Yep. What do you think of those TK Troopers? Very nice. Those Stormtrooper prototypes. Yeah, very nice, chic, yeah. white, yeah. very clean lines. Human soldiers, constricted human soldiers arriving, those TK Troopers. They're like the Stormtrooper prototype. Yeah. They arrive and take over the planet. And all those workers that you see who are, who are peacefully working at the start, you know, no droids around them or anything. The droids kept a security force. Now these TK Troopers are standing everywhere. Yeah. All around them. And Cody does, is, has, is doubtful. Yes. He's thinking about it. Correct. He puts his arm on, gets back in the shuttle, and then by the end of the episode, we see... I thought the episode was done there. When yeah. they were standing by the War Memorial, and, and he so one of them, I think Cody walks away thinking that's the end. Yeah. But no, we have one more scene. Correct. Where Rampart summons Crosshair to his office again. Yep. And says, well, you've done it now. Cody's gone. Well, no, he says, he says, report to this other clone number. Yeah. And Crosshair's like, where's Commander Cody? And Rampart goes, who? Yeah. And I think that's not only quite obvious the fact that Rampart has no care yeah. for these clone numbers on, or whoever they are. And he goes, well, well he's CC. And I think Crosshair says CC, which is clone commander, which is a nice touch. Yep. Because CT is clone trooper. But he goes, CC, whatever Cody's number is. 2224. 2224. Right yeah, I'm not like Rampart. I don't know who he is. He goes, <laughs> CC 2224. And he goes, right, okay. Well, he's gone AWOL. He's left. Yeah. So it seems to happen to a lot of people you go around. You know, yes. It's like he's pushing it on Crosshair. Yeah. Yeah, because it's always now like he's having doubts at, like, about Crosshair. Yeah. He might be thinking, ah, oh, well, maybe anyone who works with him, he's convincing them to, to change. Yeah, exactly. And then Crosshair just walks off. And that's the end of the episode. Yes. By the way, that was a class episode. That's clearly my favourite of the three. I've not seen the fourth one, but that was my, clearly my favourite of the three. Watch the fourth one. Okay, I will do. You'll find out our thoughts on the fourth one in about three months. Uh, really? <laughs> they're uh, they're finished 16, 16 in total. 16? Yeah. Oh my God. So you've got... One, two, three... Mandalorian will be out by then. Mandalorian's out on March the 1st. Yeah, you've got about 11 left, I think. 11 or 12 left, so about... 12 weeks. Oh, okay. So, three months. Mm. <laughs> End of March. Three months, well, the Mandalorian will be out by then again, yeah. Yeah. Right, three months then. Um, but uh, as, as well, the first three episodes... That leads that leads me to... Should we even rate this? Uh, Before we got on to our final thoughts and the wreck. I probably could, potentially. So, I'm going to have a quick look back. Because okay. um, this is the second season. Mm. And so we did this last uh, last year. Yes, we three. did the first episode last year, and um, then we did the rest of the series up when it had finished. Yes, as we I do with the show. I liked the first kind of opening. Right, last year I thought okay, so did I. I thought the first ep- first episode of the first series was very very strong. I don't know if I preferred this one or not. I don't think I did. See, I I'm think thinking I, did I didn't. This too, no. But that third episode, that third and fourth episode, must have been very strong. I think my issue is is that I I liked I liked the arc with the first two episodes. I like a good heist. Mm. I love a good heist. It did feel a bit quick. Mm. I know it's an arc, and Clone Wars does like two three episode arcs where it kind of wraps up or whatever. Um, Even four episode arcs, yeah. Sometimes. If, if they're feeling like long form, adventurous, yeah. Long <laughs> form. There are some that are like that. The Darth um, Maul ones for episodes, yeah. Um, I, I did like the two episodes, but I kind of want a bit more from it. The guy, seeing the guy is cool, and meeting kind of uh, more civilian people and yeah. other perspectives is nice. And the stuff of Echo and uh, and uh, Amiga and how she feels like it's her fault that they're not doing as well and. That's definitely something that I enjoy, mm. and it's a bit different because I guess in the first in the first episode of last season, you were being even though you saw these guys briefly, you knew who they were. You were being introduced to these people for the first time. Here we are on a mission. 
his his like they're, they're killing uh, they're destroying like troops and troops of these people and um there's that jedi whose name i can't remember who's with them uh, whatever his name is who uh at the start because there's that jedi as uh, uh there's a young kid oh caleb doom yes Mm. Um, and well, then, they, Malaba, and then they come in to like rescue the day, and yeah. they're all like, "Yeah, look at us, we're so and good also, at all it, this also, stuff." It, it puts you right in the smack bang of Revenge of the Sith. It does. It gives you the intro, General Grievous, yeah. as you know, launched an attack on Coruscant, and the Revenge of the Sith is happening, and the clones of the clones have divided with the Outer Rim sieges and Jar Jar. Yeah. Like they tell you, like Revenge of the Sith is happening right now. Yeah, and it it, it thrusts you right into War sixty six. It's just loads. And I'm going to shout this guy out because I feel like it's a great episode. Go for it. But there's a YouTuber called Shiv Frillus Productions. If you've heard of him, I've heard of it. And he does a video on why Order 66 is the best scene in Star Wars. Yep. And he covers every single perspective of Order 66 and how much they all tie together. So he does Bad Batch. Yep. He does Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. He does Revenge of the Sith. Yep. Uh, he does a Jedi Fallen Order as yep. well. Who do it? And I think there's one more. I can't remember or what covers all it covers it. Uh, but he just covers all the media representations of Order 66 and how they all flow into each other and why Order 66 is the best scene in Star Wars. Yeah. Um. Whereas this, it's a bit more of a slower approach. It's a bit of a heist. It's a bit more, bit more fun. It's a mm. bit of development between characters. It's not bad, but I, f- I think opening-wise, I prefer last year. But I'm still enjoying the series so far. I'm still enjoying it. I watched the fourth episode mm. um, when I didn't have to. Mm. You know, I thought I'd watch the fourth one right now. You know, and I'll watch the next one on Wednesday when it comes out. Yes, yeah, true, you will. Um, good old Entombed. What it's called? I got a whole list of them oh, nice. right in front Excellent. of me. Uh, oh, tipping point! Oh, I love that show. No, yeah, great. <laughs> That's what one of the episodes is Be- called? He's going to be in it, Ben. <laughs> he's going to be in it. It's just an episode. I'm just like, oh, count number number four, please. And That's text- exceedingly British reference. I know. And te- text course. like, now you want number three? The probability of number three is higher than number four. Number three, <laughs> the machine is saying that there's a 47.6 yeah. probability that the counter will land on the third slot in yes. number three. And what, it, the, the prize counter, Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> it'll just end with Wrecker losing and just and destroying, the, machine, destroying yeah, the whole set. Throwing the whole set, yeah. Yeah, that's the whole episode. Can't wait for that one. Exactly. Um... But no, I, I, as a start to the series, I'm really enjoying it. Get it, Dave. Bring it to us, Dave <laughs> Filoni. The Bad Batch on Tipping Point. <laughs> Great. It's, it's, just, it's just the one guy who voices him just going to different pillars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And all the pillars. In costume, he's wearing a different hat or yeah. something. Um, but no, I, I'm enjoying the start. I, c- I can give it a rating mm. if, if needs be. I'm enjoying it, though. So it's, it's right, good. this is a suspended rating. Yes. So I don't expect it to be very high. Uh, I, would, I would give it a 7.5. Right, I, okay, I was going to give it a 7 with room for improvement, okay. is what I'm going to say. I'll give it a 7 with a room to get higher. Maybe a 6.5. Yeah. But I don't think I would have given the first episode of the first season a 6.5, so I'll give it a 7. Yeah. It's, 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 it's still good. A very healthy rating, I think. Yeah. Uh, we'll leave a bit, just talk about future Star Wars stuff, but okay. your weekly wreck this week, Corey. Yeah. So, uh, last time it was my wreck, we covered Batman, mm-hmm. and I recommended uh, Arkham City. Then I did, we did Willow, and I recommended Return of the Ewok, a Star Wars-themed... Correct. Short film. Um, I'm keeping it in the same vein, so it's not Star Wars related, because frankly, um, I'm running out of Star Wars content that I can recommend that isn't obvious Star Wars content. Like, well, like, like a Clone Wars episode. Yeah, or, or like a, films. Or a game. Like, go watch Revenge of the Sith, like you couldn't do that anyway. We're probably going to review Revenge of the Sith, so no point yeah. doing that. Um, we have what recommend, you've already recommended a Battlefront game. I think it was the original 2005, I did, yeah, 2005. Um, so I'm th- I thinking, right, okay, what can I keep in the vein of, of Star Wars? Right. So I'm going to keep it on a video game route. And we've not recommended this before. We have spoken about this before. Um, and I'm only going to recommend it because I've just been playing it again uh, mm. for the first time in a while. Uh, so I'm going to recommend uh, Mass Effect. Right. The, the, the series. 
Okay. Because I love Mass Effect. Mass Effect the game? Yes. Which one? Uh, I mean, I'll recommend the first one. Because right, okay, you this play, is the first Mass Effect because game. Because you play them and they're all okay, sequels well, to each other. Well, Corey, act like I've, never seen, act like I've never heard of this before. Okay, right. Do you like space? I think it's all right. Okay, okay good. Good start. Do you like, do you like gun combat? First or third person? Third person. Third person, yeah. Well, I love chest high walls. Vague. Yes, exactly. Them. Yeah. Do you like learning about different species? Of plant? Of No, of, of races. Like aliens races. Oh, yeah, sure. And do you like exploring various different planets in different solar systems? That sounds good. Exactly. So you can do all of that in Mass Effect. Commander Shepard. I'm Commander Shepard. You are Shepard. And I approve this message. You do Is approve this message. You should also go... To the shop on the whatever. I should go... Yeah, that is a meme. That is what he does. Yeah. Um, But no, Ma- Mass Effect, essentially... What's the plot? I forget what the ship's called. What, the ship they're on? Yeah. Normandy. Normandy, that's the one. There you go. Uh, essentially, hot point Mass Effect. You're a commander... There's no toilet in it. There isn't that. That's Space uh, major complaint. We tried to get him for a guest on this show once. I've just said that. There's um, a YouTuber called Space Doc who does sci-fi yep. and spaceships. And the other one was talking about sci-fi toilet. I was not as toilet on the Normandy. We can go in every single room. In Mass Effect Andromeda, right. the spin-off, uh, you're on a trip called Tempest. Tempest does have a toilet. Okay. Um, the Normandy so, doesn't. So, so I guess they, the Normandy, so they, they you're improved, done then. They improved. All right. They learn. What, in how many years? <laughs> uh, Andromeda's like some like 500 million years in the future or something. It's, exactly. It's oh, oh, my goodness. I'm glad they figured it out <laughs> in 5 time. million years. Um, but no, Mass Effect, essentially, it's a third-person shooter. You're a human commander mm-hmm. who is uh, in space. You're leading this ship, and you have a ragtag of different alien species and different people. And There's you dialogue just... trees. And I love a dialogue yeah, tree. Yes, dialogue trees are great. I love a dialogue tree. Um, I Corey will remember that. Yes. Because we spoke about uh, Dragon Age as well. Yeah, we did, yeah. Which has some metallic trees. And various other games. It's just fun. It's just fun space. Meet companions. The first Mass Effect game. What would you give it, Corey? Uh, do you feel like it's got a bad batch feeling to it? Possibly. Okay. You do have a you do have the a ragtag of people. There's Reapers yeah. around. You uh, are uh, pretty much unknown. You're untrusted. Okay. You're in, a, in the middle of a... You're a, a, command, you're a space military commander. You are. You're in the middle of no man's land. Pretty much. What's your rating? I'm going to give it a solid game. 9 out of 10. No, wow. Because I love the Mass Effect game. I love the first one as well. High high stakes there from Corey. Exactly. 9. Wow, wow, wow. It's a nice space fantasy. But uh, you wanted to talk about some Star Wars content. Star yes. As of recording, yes. yesterday, the first Bad Batch... Sorry, not first Bad Batch. <laughs> the first Mandalorian, another Star Wars property. The first Mandalorian Season 3 trailer came out. You Have you seen it? No. Would you like to perhaps watch it with me? Sure. We've got a few minutes left. Why not? Why not? I feel like this is going to um, be somewhat interesting because, right. as you know, and as viewers know, I have watched none of The Mandalorian. Okay. I know I, I know what happens. I know stuff that happens in it. Okay. So I'm not going to go, here's that weird small green thing. I know who Grogu is. Right, I know, yeah, I know about the Darksaber and all this other stuff. Um, but I couldn't tell you what happened. There you go. One there. day ago, official trailer... Uh, there it is. There it is. There is. There is the man. One minute forty. Let's give it a watch. Have you got it on? I've got it. Before Shopify. Yeah. I've got an advert. Give me two seconds. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry, Corey. Okay. Right. I'm ready. Yep. I think it goes well. Okay. I'm gonna watch it without the sound on. So there am I. Because if I have the sound on, it will come through the speakers. There's copyright. There's Manda- Yeah, copyright, yeah. Mandalorian with a group of Mandalorians. The guy with an orange Lucas, helmet. Lucasfilm logo. 
Mandalorian N1 Starfighter through hyperdrop, hyperspace. He's sleeping there probably. Grogu in a little bubble. Looking Grogu out the window. in a little bubble. Still in. Oh, oh sitting in the cockpit. Sitting now. in the lap now. Sitting in the lap. Mandalorian right. looks asleep. Landing on Navarro. Here he comes. Here's Carl Weathers. I don't miss that, that slash speaker. I'm sorry. There he is. <laughs> Shaking hands. Flying through the storm. Yeah. Mando, he's in his ship. The, Correct. The red light's flashing. He's looking at it. Oh, fire. For, oh, it's the armorer. <laughs> Talking to Mando. He's saying, I'm going to go back to Mandalore. Yep. There's Sundari. That's the capital city of Mandalore. It's been destroyed by TIE bombers. That's R4. They're waving Pelly. goodbye. Oh. Peli Motto in the pit droid. That's flight droid there. Very nice. There's fireworks. Probably the Cantonica. March the 1st. There's Coruscant. There's Dr. Pershing in a speeder. There's Captain Teva. There's Mandalorian again. There's a cave. He's holding an old Mandalorian helmet. There's Yoga. There's Order 66. There's TIE Fighters chasing a, a gauntlet Mandalorian Starfighter. Sorry, that's not a TIE Fighter. That's TIE Scepter. There's a bar full of droids. There's battle droids in there. They're dropping out the bottom of the gauntlet fighter. There's Paz Vizsla. There's more Mandalorians. There's Babu Frick. There's, Gro- there's Grogu maybe fighting a Grisk. I don't know what the hell that is. <laughs> Flying out this little cave monster. And Grogu's got the force. Top down. Great. You should just get me to do all trailers, to be honest. You get me to narrate all trailers <laughs> like that. Whenever, whenever uh, another uh, another trailer for a different property comes out, we'll we'll do that. The Mandalorian season three hits Disney Plus on March the first. Looking forward to it. It does, as well as the rest of the Bad Batch. Yes, we hope you enjoyed this review of the first three episodes, maybe four of the Bad Batch. We'll we'll come at you with the rest of the review in about three months. Yeah, we hope you enjoyed. But as for the real show, the real show keeps rolling. It's a goodbye from me. Goodbye and a goodbye from Corey. Goodbye.